All right. And it's going. Okay. Well, uh, we are kicking this off. Uh, welcome to the Rewind podcast. This is uh, something brand new we just kind of came up with and figured, um, you know, we watch a lot of stuff together and together as in, you know, I'm I'm Juan. <laughs> and I'm Kat. Um, and, you know, we, we decided, you know, we always watch a lot of stuff and we always have good conversations. Why not just record it and, you know, share it and, you know, just see where it goes. Um, you know, I think we, we discussed, um, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, from TV shows, movies to, you know, I don't know anything else I'm missing. YouTube channels, (laughs) YouTube videos, Instagram stories, Twitter videos, all kinds of stuff. So today we are going to kick it off because we just saw Jurassic World. Um, so we just saw it and, uh, we haven't talked about it since, so in the car it was a little awkward because we wanted to talk about it, but we wanted to figure out, uh, in this podcast what each other's views were on it. Um, so I guess, do you want to start? Yeah, I guess we can get into it. So yeah, we watched, uh, Jurassic World, I think Fallen Kingdom, uh, specifically the one that came out in 2018. And, and I don't know where to start. I mean, this is the first time. Was it good? Like, would you go see it again? Oh, man, I think we got to leave that for last. Okay. I'm going to see where uh, the audience gauges this. Um, so I guess I'll start with the first part. I'll, I'll ask you. So. Oh, yeah, let's ask each other the questions that we were asking. Okay, yeah, we could do that, too. Okay, you ask me your questions. Um, so, obviously, Jurassic Park has been out for, like, the franchise itself has been out for many years. Um, there's there's been several movies uh, in this situation and also spoiler alert there might be stuff in here that if you haven't seen the movie I would already just say stop take the time come back and then listen to this because we probably will ruin some plot lines for you um, the first question I'm, I'm kind of curious on and I think many people are too uh, do you have to watch the first one and first one is in the one with uh, Chris Pratt you know and uh, I would say yes, because there was a portion where, even though in the storyline he kind of explained that uh, Chris Pratt's character kind of uh, grew up with or nurtured Blue, uh, so that comes into the story. However, the very beginning, if you do not know who Chris Pratt's character is, you would be confused, although it gets explained um, but I would say, even from the very, very beginning of Jurassic series, like, you would have to know who the characters are. And so I'm actually a little confused on the storyline, but that's <laughs> for my question. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you, you kind of answered it, so you said yes, you know, you should watch the first part, I think. Yeah, do okay. you feel like you should watch the first part? Um, yes and no. Uh, I guess I guess to answer my own question, yes, in the sense that yeah, it'd be great because they'd certainly built on his character, and there's a lot that's gone on between you know him and Blue, and Blue specifically being a dinosaur, if you didn't know. Um, but they did a good job of also showing additional stuff that wasn't in part one, and, and like and how he was training him, and just like the emotional attachment he had to Blue, 
um, you know, some of the training when she was a little baby and, and stuff like that. So um, part of me says you don't have to watch part one, but you will certainly be confused as to where they're going if you didn't watch part one, what happened in the first one, um, what led to them leaving and all of a sudden, you know, all this other stuff happened. So I think there's a lot of other stuff I want to definitely talk about, but that would answer that question. Okay. So what question do you have? Um, what do you think of the storyline of the new storyline? There was definitely some continuation of stories, but the base storyline, what were your thoughts? Overall, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was a good story. Um, why? You were, you were jumped in all of a sudden about a volcano, right? There's a volcano erupting. I didn't even know there was a volcano on the. It, <laughs> that was a big part that was blowing up and why they had to get out of the island. No, I know in this movie, but oh, I didn't okay. know there was Oh, they a were sitting on a, Yeah, yeah. On. Yeah, so way to just throw in a volcano out of random. And then also, you know, they just didn't... It was, it was just weird to me. Like, they spent half the time on an island, or the volcano was. Then they spent time somewhere else. You could tell it was... I don't know if it was in the States or some other island that seemed to be Americanized somehow, but it wasn't. And and then it included the city life, you know, where Claire uh, was was running for something to protect the dinosaurs. Like it, it just jumped around so much in the beginning that it certainly felt rushed. It just felt like, you know, even the characters that they added, you know, they added Franklin and they added Zia. Franklin was kind of the um, tech person, the, the tech person. And Zia all of a sudden is a doctor and, <laughs> There, there was no, there was no background to those characters. There was not enough build up to them. Like I didn't feel connected to them at all. They were just kind of like thrown in, and then you know, good luck. Um, the the story about the little girl that was in the mix too. Like, she's, you know, big big spoiler alert. You know, she's a she's a clone of you know. I don't even know if she is a clone. Like that was that was something that I wrote down. I was like plot twist. <laughs> Here's this random little girl in the in the movie, and you had no idea what her story was, other than she portrayed to be as like a grandchild of what what was her last name Lockwood Lockwood, Lockwood. Lockwood. yeah um yeah so I I don't know like then then you had the doctor that was there you had the bitter all of a sudden who became somehow relevant and important. Um, then you had, uh, you know, the guy who was kind of putting everything together, um, whatever that dude's name was, Ken, I guess. Um, so yeah, overall the story was just super confusing. There were so many parts where I just, I didn't feel connected. And at some point I was getting frustrated because yes, it is about the dinosaurs. It's less about the people, but at the same time, like there, there just wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of flow, um, there certainly wasn't a lot into Chris Pratt's character, Owen. Like, I remember the first one, I, I just remember laughing, and it was just a good time. Like, it was in his character, it was in his personality. This other part was just like, it just didn't really tap into who he was and what I think makes Chris, you know, shine in this movie. Um, I thought, I, I, I guess think, maybe I'm going off track. But. I don't know. Uh, to go back to your point, like, Yes, Chris Pratt is a funny actor. There was not a lot of funny parts in this movie. 
I think this movie was so emotional. Like, it was not the funny first Jurassic Park or whatever it was called movie that Chris Pratt, Pratt was in. Like, this was a def, this was like a huge 180. Like, this was more of, hey, these dinosaurs are about to die and how are we going to get them off this island or are we even going to get them off this island? So I think there was an emotional turn to the storyline but I do think that Chris Pratt did a really good job. Like, his character, he you could tell he was out of his element um, because he is into more funny, like, let me make jokes, let me be sarcastic. So there was a few of those, like, drops in the movie. But I think this was a challenging movie for him to become more emotional rather than, um, like, funny. Like, this was a serious character that he was trying to portray um, and it was definitely a, a turn from the first one because I think we were expecting him to be funny. Yeah. Um, but I I don't think I think he did really well in like turning it into an emotional character where he was being serious and there was definitely some beef between him and Claire and we don't know what happened to them just from like what it was like thirty seconds of them chatting about it and then it was like oh hey like if you want to come help me I'll be at the airport tomorrow so just go ahead and show up whenever you feel like it um but I I do think that this one was not intended to be funny like it was portrayed in the last movie it was definitely emotional there were times where I was like oh my god no (laughs) I I think even like I like the first I don't know, 10 minutes of it, I knew at some point they were going to go find Chris Pratt and they were going to go try and talk him into, you know, going and helping him out. And then it, it only took, like, her asking him, like, you know, would you leave her to die? And all of a sudden, Chris Pratt's in the plane. You know, and I'm just like, again, like, there wasn't enough yet for me to be like, yeah, I think you should go save her, you know, or even, like, if it's like, hey, you know, his character's into Claire he's doing it because he also cares about her or loves her in some way and well, doesn't want her to get hurt you like you should go and see the first one yeah because I, again if you didn't see the first one you would have no idea who blue was you wouldn't have no idea the relationship between claire and chris pratt's character owen because like there was no storyline built up to like blue's a dinosaur you raised her she's about to die you need to go be the father figure that you portrayed to be in the first one otherwise she's gonna die on this island by herself yeah the other part of the story i think that frustrated me too is like they were treating it like they were like they belonged in the zoo like how easily did they scoop up these dinosaurs into these containers like they never really actually showed them putting them into the containers we just see them in the containers already you know but I don't know if that meant, you know, losing other actors and getting eaten or something along the way, but it just seemed very Noah Noah's Ark type where like, all right, we're going to get you guys all in a boat and then uh, we're going to go ahead and save you guys all. Um, you know, I, I, again, if we're in that world, I don't know how realistic we are in, in saying that you can throw them in these cages and then transport them that easily when in the first one they seem to be these powerful figures you know, that captured your attention, captured your awe, 
like not one dinosaur to me in particular stood out like t-rex popped in and out not really important um again even just the even just the personalization or the characterization of even the dinosaurs like there was nothing like if if i'm a kid what was my favorite dinosaur i have no clue it just seemed like obviously blue was part of that but it just there were just all over the place again with the dinosaurs and you know we never got back to the one under the water until the very end again and you know they, they seem to be skipping around whichever one is in the water because it's just too too damn big um and they don't know what to do with it and then all of a sudden there's gates uh, like when we first started out you know it's just so it, it was just missing that i think it was missing that and and yes it was more of an emotional movie there was there's certainly another element of i guess seriousness to it but i if it wasn't for the human characters and or the dinosaurs, like which, which one were you most attached to? Um, you know, so overall I thought the story could do, could have done a better job. Yeah. I think, I think it was definitely rushed too. I mean, even the beginning part, like I just remembered this just because it wasn't a very impactful scene, but when they're trying to get a piece of bone at the bottom of the ocean, like, there was no explanation on why they needed that piece of bone until very slightly, very, very slightly until the very end. And it wasn't even from the main character. It was from a, like, second main character or someone who didn't really even matter in the fact that this bone was super essential into, like, making genetic mutation. But I think you also hit another point, like... If I was a kid, because I remember watching Jurassic Park as a child, and the T-Rex was, like, absolutely scary. Like, I did not want to watch that movie anymore because it was so scary. But from this one, like, I'm, I'm a little hurt that they're taking away from the T-Rex and kind of focusing on Blue. Like, yes, Blue, Blue's species is important. The raptor's species is important. But Jurassic Park was known for the T-Rex and to not make a mutation of the T-Rex and to make one of the raptor, like, yes, there's different knowledge that's there, but it just takes away from what, I guess, Jurassic Park has really, like, tried to portray in the very, very beginning of the storyline. Well, I mean, um, shoot, it's the icon. Yeah, it's it's what is on the whole emblem of the movie. Yeah. Um, so I think when they talk about genetic mutation and making a whole new species, it's it's cool to see what they're able to come up with. However, I would have liked to seen, to have seen like a mutation of the T-Rex because the T-Rex is, I don't even know like how someone would take it down if it was genetically mutated. Like yeah. that thing would be Godzilla times 20 hundred. Like, <laughs> there would be no way to take down a mutated T-Rex, but I don't know what the... As a, I think as a fan, too, of the franchise, like, not that I find this maybe as big of a deal, but they're, even like Jeep, for example, like, when you think of Jurassic Park, you also kind of think of Jeep, and you can't wait to see the cool vehicles, and, you know, all the stuff that they're driving, and there was one Jeep, but the Jeep was, like, flipped over and already messed up, like... I didn't even know it was a jeep. So it, it was it it was it was, but that's the thing is like there was none of none of the classic and elements of what the Jurassic World one hundred and one is, and 
again, part of me is like, what, what happened? Like, what, where did we get ourselves into? So, I don't know. That was a little other thing I thought of right now. Um, that kind of ties into my like next question is like where, like all of those changes are happening. Like, do you feel like it's different um, directors? No, I mean for the most part, um, you know I think that it was, it was overseen by you know Spielberg. Um, I honestly don't know too much about the director overall that was kind of credited towards this. Um, I really don't know the the reasoning behind some of the direction. Um, I I think from a director standpoint, so the challenging thing as a director is that are they involved with the story to an extent? Yeah, absolutely, right. I mean they're the ones who are trying to dish out. A story onto camera onto video I think that kind of ties into what I was going to say which is from 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 a cinematography standpoint like I thought they did a great job like I think there were a lot of times where you were a part of the interaction between the dinosaurs dinosaur human human and human um the scenes that were in the the house the mansion the scenes that were at the park the scenes that got you involved with you know when they were about to jump off the cliff and they were in that spheral big old ball for humans um the the underwater shot like it, it it's they certainly did a great job of capturing you in in a way of like you were there like that is one thing that i still appreciate from they didn't take away from that too much um you know, the, the color grading, I thought the colors were on point. I thought, you know, the CGI to an extent, just overall, great job. Um, uh, the dinosaurs certainly feel like they are dinosaurs, um, you know, even in today's world and today's standard of, you know, CGI, like I felt like they were real. Um, like at no point in time did I feel like, man, they missed it on the dinosaurs. And I thought of this too, um, like with Transformers, not not to get too much off topic, but I feel like sometimes we just get so accustomed now to technology and we think, wow, I saw a dinosaur. Like, I'm not that impressed anymore. But if you slow down and you really look at the, you know, investment that they made down to, like, the type of skin, you know, and they highlighted trying to drill through their skin and trying to get blood and, you know, down to the teeth. Like, we're we're so spoiled by today now that it's like, well, we don't expect anything less. And rightfully so. But... I, I still sometimes get blown away at the fact that, man, they make these things look real. Um, so I would say just from that standpoint, like certainly, certainly have fun, like sitting down and watching a movie. And I think the kids or whoever else goes, the audience will certainly be engaged. You, there will be times where you want to, you know, <laughs> cover your face, uh, <coughs> cat, but, um, oh, way to call me out. <laughs> Um, it, it caught your attention, and I think that was that was another cool part that I think they kept. Really I just well. don't like underwater scenes. Like I don't. It's not something like this whole new shark movie that's coming out. It's gonna be ridiculous. Nope, I don't like. <laughs> it just is terrifying. Even I think I practically missed the whole beginning scene <laughs> because I knew something was happening, and if something was in the water. Like it just goes back to the normal like oh my god something's there like what's gonna happen like even though they're trying to tell a story like they still build up that suspense so even at the first part of the scene i was like oh my god i have to close my eyes i can't i can't do this this is scary yeah um i wasn't although like even outside of the water i wasn't 
I wasn't scared as much as I thought I was going to be. I'm also a huge baby when it comes to suspenseful things, but um, I was pretty pretty excited to see like the entire story and I agree with you like the CGI and dinosaurs felt so real in the fact that like I could easily look outside and feel like there's one flying right now because it just looks so real um to have the dinosaurs and it was really cool to see you know them try to do like a blood transfusion and them really be detailed in the T-Rex's skin and trying to get that blood um I think it I think they did a really good job on the details when it comes to that but maybe they spent too many too much time in doing those details to <laughs> yeah. where it was too rushed and the storyline was just like bouncing all over the place because I feel like they could have done two parts or they could have paused it at one point and made like a super suspenseful scene and then waited this next go around because obviously there's going to be another one like there was a part at the end of the movie that led to believe like hey this storyline isn't over yet there's something that's bigger out there so I think had they been able to pause at a certain point and see like hey let me go ahead and spend some time in the storyline and explain like what's happening they could have easily done a second part to the movie yeah and uh, i if they to your point if they would have spent as much details on like down to the blood transfusion on the characters alone like that would have been to me well balanced and then that leads you to the next one which is like this <laughs> this part two in this series it it literally feels like i mean i guess just kind of answer the other part i'd if part three rolls around which it hopefully will i will always remember this movie as the transition to part three like part one was part one. Part two is like I'm. I I need to see part three now, and you know, big big spoiler alert. Like you could just tell. Like this goes into the big title, which is you know Jurassic World. It really is trying to tap into um, the world. The world. Piece. The world. It, you know, it's it's I'm in the city, and all of a sudden there's a dinosaur coming. You know, it's it felt very Planet of the Apes like where you know they're trying to take over you know civilization and oh, what does that yeah, look like and. So it, it's it's interesting. Like I, that part for sure is going to be different, and I don't know how they want to tackle that or what story is going to happen. And now they're kind of faced with this decision of like we should have let them die, but now they're here. And yes, that was the underlying theme was if we let them live, what's the consequence? And you know, the towards the end of the movie, that's what they kind of answer. But the whole time, they just have you you know asking yourself like, what would you do? Would you kill them off? Would you not kill them off? And now we're left with in a world where we didn't choose to kill them off and now they're just everywhere. Um, I don't know what that looks like. Are we going to end up fighting with them? You know, it, it, it certainly leads you to hopefully another opportunity for them to get back to the storyline and, and hopefully tackle something good. Um, but, you know, again, I, I don't know that I'm going to remember part two as much. I, I'm not going to say this is going to be one you should go watch again. In fact, I think if anything... You should just go back and watch part one again. Uh, I don't think you missed much on this part two. Um, yeah. So. Uh, can we talk about the characters really quick? So yeah. Lockwood, I also am confused because Lockwood has a brother or had a brother from this storyline. Is that what I'm getting at? There no. were two brothers? No, they, they kind of work together as almost like business partners. 
Um, the I, f- I totally forgot the other guy's name. Uh, right now I'm blanked out. So Lockwood and whoever helped start Jurassic Park were in business partners together. But that person, his partner, basically died. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. He had died before even this series had kicked off. Okay. I was just confused at the characters for a second. And then a baby goddaughter or granddaughter just really threw me off with what was happening. And then also the nanny, like what... The nanny had something to do with raising her, like it was yeah. So so Hammond, mess. it was Hammond and Lockwood had kind of gone on to this venture and and wanted to build something, and then you know they obviously had a fallout in in their relationship, and you know that's kind of what what they highlighted. Um, and then if you didn't know, I, I was also disappointed because they had Jeff Goldblum kind of pop in, and I I could have sworn I saw it more in the trailers where he was a part of what was going on and. He was in the beginning, and he was in the end, and it was all taking place in court. Like, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, for me, I'm like, did he just, you know, accept a paycheck at this point just to throw his, you know, his name on there in in hopes of capturing other fans to watch this movie? But if they went that far, like, they could have involved him even more. I think, like, to go back to it, like, I just honestly think that this movie was rushed. Like, they just did not have enough movie time. I'm sure they were expecting him to be in the scenes more and to explain, like, what is happening. But he literally just explained stuff at the beginning and stuff at the very end. Like, I'm sure they wanted his involvement somewhere in the middle. It's just the storyline was just so bouncy that they're just... Like, I think if they had thrown him in the middle, it would have made it seem like, yo, there wasn't enough time. Like, there's no way for us to throw in another piece... So that way we can go ahead and add his character to it. Yeah. So I guess, you know, to wrap things up, I know we've, we've gone on in, in great lengths now and what we feel. So we haven't done this before, and I figured why not just throw it in there now. I don't know if we'll continue doing this for other ones, but well, let's just say you were rating it from, you know, one, one to five, and you can only use 0.5 if you were not you know, between a three and a four, and you were like three and a half. Um, what would you What would you score this movie? I would I would say uh, I would probably say a six. One through five. Oh, uh, I thought you said <laughs> one through ten. My bad. Uh, then probably a, a three. Mm, probably a two and a half. Right. In the <laughs> okay. Two and a half. Okay. Um, you know, I I think. Um, My gut tells me two and a half, too. Uh, I changed mine. I say three just because of that point five that gave it for the realness of the dinosaurs. Yeah. It gave it a hard three. Yeah, I, I think I think three is pretty fair uh, for this movie. You can't just be stealing my score. I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not trying to steal your score, but I take that in consideration. I take that in consideration. Like, all the people who have, who are involved in making this movie, the people we don't see, and all the work that they put in, and... They ultimately will go back and look at, hey, did we do what we want to do? And, and I think about those people, too. I, I just naturally, for me, it's like, who's behind the scenes? So that, that to me, is, is the bow. Like, they're the ones who got it to a three. I'll yeah. put it that way. Without them, this would have been the two and a half. This would have been a two. Um, 
you know, by, by what I feel. And again, this is obviously just our opinion and what we're sharing in that. But I, I really do feel like, um, you know, they had an opportunity with this movie. So, um, cool. Is there anything else that you want to add or anything else you want to tell people or? Uh, no. I mean, if you are a Jurassic Park slash world fan, uh, don't have your expectations super high. Um, but it is definitely a point that you should go see, uh, just because it is part of the Jurassic series. <laughs> also, if you just want to wait until it comes out on DVD or Apple TV, iTunes, go for it. Just yeah. wait. Yeah, and uh, I think that pretty much wraps it. Um, so obviously, you know, just keep an, uh, an eye out for any future podcasts that we do. And if you guys enjoy it, you know, we just uh, also launched on Twitter under uh, Rewind Podcast, R-W-N-D Podcast. And, you know, maybe shoot us some questions that could help us. Any feedback along the way would be great. Uh, things that you felt maybe we missed out on or, or, or just questions in general that we should maybe look into. Um, and, and hopefully we can keep this up. I mean, again, the idea is, you know, what else can we do is, is you know, we do a lot of other things outside of movies. We always talk about YouTube videos and vloggers and, you know, anything under the sun that involves a camera uh, half the time. So um, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. And uh, we look forward uh, to providing more of these. All right. Bye, guys.